Uh, all right, let's talk about uh, Grip6. Uh, great belts, great wallets, uh, great socks. They have those are the essentials. That's all you need. You come in with a wallet. Belt, socks, socks wallet. wallet. You come That's in. all I'm wearing today. For those of you who are, <laughs> who are watching, I'm sorry. Uh, but, Don't apologize. They uh, look might great. have been a better day to just to, to listen on the radio. <laughs> they look fantastic. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, Grip6.com slash stew is the place to go to get stuff from Grip6. They're a small company in Utah. They sell throughout the world. People love their stuff, but they source everything here in the United States. And they're great designs. They, they're made with quality stuff. And here's the thing. Grip6 doesn't hate America. Wow. <laughs> I know. It's a crazy wow. stand they've taken on this. They actually like the country. They like uh, helping with jobs here Great. in the United States. Great. Grip6.com slash stew. Use the code stew to save 15%. Grip the number 6.com slash stew. Get 15% off today with the code stew. Yeah. Radio show starts here in a second. Stew, I, I don't know where to put my wallet. <laughs> in your belt. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and welcome. It's Monday. I'm going to start with exciting news. It's going to go right after that, I have a feeling. I'm going to go onto a bumpy road, maybe come off the tracks, maybe kind of like those old black and white films where the two locomotives hit each other and pile up. It might be that. I don't know. But we're going to start with exciting news because it's Monday in 60 seconds. If you're a renter right now, I bet you noticed something happening to your rent costs, right? It's a little little higher. Oh, man. Lunchbox Joe, though, is there to help us out, which is really, really great. All right. Have you noticed that you could probably buy a house for the rent that you're paying? I know, I know. You're excited about owning nothing by 2030 because you're going to like it, you know? But maybe this time, maybe you think, "Mm, maybe just until 2030, I put all that money that I'm throwing away on rent into a house. If that's a question uh, that uh, you've been asking yourself, maybe you could call American Financing. Whether you're a renter looking to buy a house or a homeowner looking to find a better way to save money month after month, American Financing has you covered. It's American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Man, Stu, I am so excited. We are spending trillions of dollars at NASA. And I'm billions are going to be burned up today. It's going to be great. Ugh. Going to be great. You, you know how you know have a problem with your spending when you're sending rocket ships up and it's like barely even noticeable on your spreadsheet. Yeah, like it's like ah, yeah. we're, blowing, we gotta, we're going to the moon. Not even it's not even a rounding error when yeah. it comes to our spending. <laughs> nah. No, no, no. 
Yeah, nobody's going to even notice it. Anyway, uh, they're they're supposed to launch Artemis One today. Now, this is the biggest rocket we have had since the the Saturn rockets, um, and I think it's the most powerful rocket we have ever uh, we've ever let off. Which means we are burning and injecting into the environment all kinds of uh, of CO two. It is great what we're doing it's going to help the planet anyway um the rocket lifts off today eight million pounds of thrust imagine and it has a capsule up at the top nobody's in it it's autopilot this time they're just checking to see is this thing gonna work i'm not really sure do we need to put even a monkey in it nope nope uh, so they're taking off today, going to the moon. It'll take them 10 days to get there. Then they're going around the moon. They're going to be within 60 miles from the surface of the moon. And then they're going to swing around. And towards the back, they're going to make a kind of an ellipse. And they're going 40,000 miles past the moon, which is be the farthest any kind of spacecraft that could carry a human has ever been. And then they come around the moon again and slingshot back home. It'll be how long does that take for for the for Uh, for one rotation? It's a forty-two day trip around the moon. Mm. Okay, because part of me thinks like if you screwed it up, you could just be like, ah, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna go right past it. It's gonna keep going for like forty thousand miles, and it's gonna turn around. Don't worry about it. And then you've got that time (laughs) to just you know. You submit your resignation yeah. and find a new gig. Right. You know? Not a problem. <laughs> and then the thing just keeps going all the way out of the space. You're like, I don't know what happened. I'm not even there anymore. What are you talking about? That's I'm supposed we, to turn around. That's after what we planned miles. on doing. What do you t- I don't know why he quit. We planned on doing that. We didn't care. <laughs> it was an even a rounding error. Okay, so that's exciting, sure, because we're going to go back on the moon 2025, which I think was a Donald Trump idea. I just want to throw that out. Um, We're going back on the moon in 2025 because we're going to build a space station on the moon so we could have fuel up on the moon. You're not going to have any renewable fuel here, but there's going to be one hell of a gas station on the moon. And we'll have all the fuel up there so we can go to Mars. Won't that be exciting? Won't that be exciting? Yeah, not going to happen. Um, you know, here, here, uh, uh, let me, uh, here's where we start to go off the rails just a little bit from the exciting stuff. Scientific American, you know them. Scientific American claims Western science made up two sexes in order to reinforce gender and racial divisions. (laughs) Before the late 18th century, uh, Western science recognized only one sex, the male, and considered the female body an inferior version of it. The shift historians call the two-sex model served mainly to reinforce gender and racial divisions by tying social status to the body. Okay. Mm, I think it might have been a little bit more than that. There are differences between the male and female. So are they saying this is a bad thing that, that Western scientists went, you know what? We should recognize he's got a dingling. That one doesn't. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 
I think it was a little more complex than, you know what? We should call that one a woman because I don't like that one. Probably a tad more complicated than that. A tad more complicated. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now we have Scientific American uh, claiming that we just made up to the two sexes. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but it's it's coming as a surprise to a lot of people, and especially the 32-year-old guy known as Shapeshifter. Um, he's on YouTube, and he's uh, now detransitioning uh, in the YouTube video, cleverly titled, I'm detransitioning. Uh, he is going, he went from male to female, now non-binary, because they took the meat out of the hot dog and then just pushed it inside. Okay. That's his. Okay, please never describe that again. Okay. Just, just to be anyway, in the video, he says no more lies, no more fairy tales. And it's gotten 50,000 views. Now that doesn't sound suppressed at all. Does it? No. I'm, I'm embracing the fact that I'm a man who got brainwashed over gender ideology and that I was in the wrong body and I needed to alter my body to be my authentic self. Shapeshifter commented after uploading his first video. My body was perfect as it was. I should have never messed with the original blueprint. <laughs> yeah. He also says he misses that hot dog. I bet. I, well, I bet you do. I bet you do. Um, <clears throat> so remember, this was all made up. This was all made up. I mean, the two sexes. And so, you know, he was in the wrong body because science told him he was in the wrong body. And so he decided to be the other sex, which is actually just the same sex because it's male only. Really, that's what science is. It's another example of this weird paradox with the gender stuff, though, where it is simultaneously the most and least important thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The whole point of the scientific American thing is to say we just made it up. Like there's no, we just made it up. It's just a different. We just kind of mm. came up with mm. it out of nowhere. We just manufactured these these two genders, right? At the same, if that's true, why would anyone need to transition, right? Like if it was just this whimsical thing that we came up with, why would anyone need to go from one to the other? They're basically the same thing. We just came up with names for these things. It, it, and then at the same time, we're supposed to be up in arms if we do not, if anyone criticizes someone from transitioning. It doesn't make any, none of this makes any sense. Has anyone noticed this? No, no, I haven't noticed that at all. Haven't noticed that at all. Mm. Hey, um, we've got a, a, a new science fact for you today. Uh, this comes from The Guardian. Uh, uh, Paco Calvo. He is an author and a scientist. He's uh, he's he's looking into the intelligence of plants and he's arguing now that plants can remember, learn, okay, and even plan ahead. Now, if plants could do it and I can't, that's really bad. So here's the here's the thing. He says uh, there's a rich and alternate world that exists right alongside our own, and it's the world of plants. Now, here's the guy. uh, I just want to point this out. I don't think this is really that necessary because he's making a great philosophical argument about the nature of consciousness 
and uh, the fact that we humans think that the world revolves around us and so we can't see that plants are conscious uh, and know that they're a plant and know that we're humans and somehow inside they're just screaming at us hey pay attention to me listen to me listen to me don't pick me don't pick me don't pick me anyway um he is a professor he's professor of philosophy of science at the quote real name the minimal intelligence laboratory at the university of spain The minimum, the minimal, minimal intelligence, intelligence laboratory. laboratory. Isn't that the name for the Biden White House? They should. St- they stole that name Couldn't directly say. from the Biden administration. Couldn't say. Now, one more thing here, and again, I did say it might go off the rails a little bit. Um, do you remember the conversations that, if you, maybe you've never had them, maybe it was just me, that ended with. Oh, that'll never happen. God would destroy us before we could do that. Okay, you remember that? Sure. Yeah, okay. You've had those conversations? It's <laughs> not just me? No. Yeah. Oh, no. God will destroy us before he'd ever let us do that. Mm-hmm. Researchers from the University of Cambridge have announced that they have created embryos from mouse stem cells that form a brain, beating heart, and the foundation of every other organ in the body. This is fantastic. So we just take some stem cells and we can make our own people, animals. Mm. It's fantastic. Is that the right word? (laughs) Well, I'm very excited about it because it seems to coincide right alongside with, I think... We're all about to be destroyed. I think our society, I think our society and everything that we've built is kind of on the ropes. Huh. Wonder if God has anything to do with that. Nah, that's crazy. Uh, I'm assuming that you you don't have to see the guy standing on the street corner with the sandwich board. Sandwich. Which says the end is near to know things, you know, not really, really great. You know, if you haven't given any thought to preparing for bad situations in the past, let me remind you of the little embryo that scientists have made that developed into a body and a beating heart and a brain. (laughs) Prepare now. My Patriot Supply is taking $250 off their three month emergency food kit. It's the lowest price since 2019. You know, I think if I were in Artemis 1 today, if I could sneak into the capsule, I might steer it just out. So it uh, goes 40,000 miles, and then we just keep on going. Uh, Anyway, unlike a lot of companies out there, my Patriot Supply is fighting for you, and they want you and your family to be well-prepared no matter what happens I've been stocking up with my Patriot Supply food for years, but I lost it in a boating accident. Oh, and no. I don't want to be somebody that, you know, is known for storing food because the FBI says those people are crazy. Wow. And I here I thought I was just following the idea from uh, DHS, you know, on what to do to prepare for any kind of eventuality. But no, no, no. It's crazy. Good thing. 
that if I wanted to, which I definitely don't, if I wanted to reorder, it would come in an unmarked box. So the spot, the postman wouldn't know what it was. Preparewithglenn.com. Go there now. Grab your three-month emergency food kit, $250 off the regular price. $250 off today by going to preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Stu just burst my bubble. Mm-hmm. They, they've scrapped the mission for today. Uh, there's a little technical difficulty. Please stand by till Friday. Hmm. So, give me a few more days until we can uh, get blow up the moon or whatever we're doing up there. How's the, uh, how's the embryo with a brain? Is it still? <laughs> oh, that's fine. Okay, good. That's still going well. Woo! Good, because that's, uh, <laughs> that's what I've really been worried about. I'll tell you that right now. Um, hey, I've got a monkeypox update. Mm. Yeah. I've got, in fact, I've got two of them. Well, Stu, I think I, this I'm is... not going to hear your monkeypox update without the monkeypox update song. I don't, I don't care right, about it. If you insist. You're going to love this article. You're going to love this article. Uh, But I want you to listen to it and say, who's writing this article? Okay? Try to figure out who wrote this. What organization? Okay? Just as it failed to contain the spread of the novel coronavirus, the United States is failing in its response to the spread of the monkeypox virus as the number of cases has increased to 16,603, the largest of all countries. As of Sunday, the virus had been detected in all 50 states. Uh, That this happens despite it having suitable vaccines in the strategic national stockpile points to the serious flaws in social governance. When the monkeypox infection was reported in the U.S. in May, the Biden administration sent a confident message, which came to, we've got this. However, they don't got this. The measures that have been taken have remained really just lip service. The, well, you could get it there. Anyway, uh, the country has obviously not learned the lessons from its poor response from the COVID-19 pandemic, which resulted in the U.S. having the largest number of deaths and infections due to the disease in all countries. So, who wrote this? Uh, Is this some evil right-wing publication out to, no. to to blame the biden administration no no no, no. Who, no. who is it the communist party of china uh, wow yeah i'm surprised yeah yeah because yeah. i i'm interested in their analysis on how we were responsible for the monk uh, for the, the covid spread COVID. Yeah. that's yeah, that's yeah, an yeah, interesting yeah. piece of analysis yeah. i'd love yes. to read yeah mm-hmm. and seeing that they're still rounding people up over there they're doing <laughs> such a great job yeah, and i think it came from you know there yeah so now, Stu, I've got one that I present with a very heavy, heavy heart. Okay. I don't. I know you've been, you've been waiting for a car that you ordered 
for just over a year now. Yes, a year and nine days ago. Congratulations. Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. And it's coming any day. Well, coming in theory. It I'm could. sure it's well. It's there, right? It's been built. Yeah, it's been built. I, I think it's missing it some chips, and it needs to be transported. Right, is what I'm told. <laughs> kind of my life, always missing some chips. <laughs> uh, bad news, Stu. Bad news. But I'm sure it's not going to affect Does my your car. Home. Have monkeypox? Uh, kind of. General Motors <laughs> assembly plant in Missouri, located near St. Louis. Informed by management that a co-worker has tested positive oh, no. for monkeypox. <laughs> oh, no. Yep, yep. So oh, it wow. looks like out of abundance of caution. <laughs> no, no more caution. They are shutting the plant down. <laughs> I don't care if they think the thing's going to roll off its tires. <laughs> Just get it here. <laughs> There's your wow. monkeypox update. They're shutting it down. Shutting it down. Shutting it down. Hey, also some re- some really good news. Did you see Justice predicted last week on this program, Washington State follows California in the banning of the uh, sales of new gasoline cars by 2035. This is incredible. It really is incredible. Now, of course, all these big companies have said they're going to stop building gas-powered cars, mm-hmm. but this is going to further lock them into these terrible decisions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now... They're going to, uh, this is, you know, they try to draw these lines. They do this all the time. With, we've talked about it with like textbooks, for example, mm-hmm. where like California will come up with these ridiculous standards and all the textbook companies kind of have to hit them because, right. you know, 30% of their books. Are I think there are 13 states that follow the same admission standards. Yeah, many California. of them just follow the exact same ones. And yep. it's always influenced. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of these blue states are going to ban these cars. And then how are you going to, how are you going to, you know, run a business a big business at least when you can't sell states and all cars in all these states so it'll be interesting to see i the california one by the way has it out for hybrids which i think if you could you just put a little battery in there somewhere and just say it's look i'm sorry the clock clock is running it's a hybrid the clock's (laughs) running on battery power let me just let me stop you right there officer there you go battery powered car someone's gonna do this and and make a lot of money in california until they shut that yeah well the problem is uh they will shut down all gasoline refineries etc and uh, you won't be able to afford your gas car Mm -hmm. but think of the money you're gonna save um imagine something for a moment Every time you use your phone, you take a call, you respond to a text message, you get on the Internet and look at cat videos. Every time you do any of that, you're sending money to Planned Parenthood. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have Verizon, that's exactly what you're doing. Now, imagine the opposite. Every time you use the phone, you're sending a little bit of money to fight causes you believe in. You know, fight for the First Amendment, Second Amendment, right to life. You know, those kinds of things. What's happening in your schools? That's Patriot Mobile. But Patriot Mobile would like to remind you that their first order of business is doing business. And that means giving you cell service uh, that is exactly the same because they're on the same towers and better. So you start at the baseline of, is everybody else do that? Yeah. Then they make it even better with customer service and their prices. You'll pay a lot less. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
Okay, so, um, it's strange. I, I heard a lot of talk this weekend of people saying, did you see the, did you see the Mar-a-Lago affidavit? And I said, no. And they said, yeah, it was mainly, you know, it was all just black bars. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, that, I've, I saw that. I didn't see the affidavit. I saw all the black bars. <laughs> and um, there's something new now. The Department of Justice has um, redacted the reason for redacting the affidavit. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Seems appropriate. Yeah. The only thing they said that wasn't redacted there was agent safety. Every other, you know, agent safety. That's because the violent extremists on the right. Right. So agent <laughs> safety was not redacted. But every other reason for redacting was redacted. So we have absolutely not no only idea. no idea what's in it, but also no idea why we can't we see know. things. Yes. Right. We don't know what's in it. And we also now don't know the reason why we don't know what's in it. Mm. So that's this good. is perfect. It is. This really, is perfect. No, no, no. It's seriously. It's uh, really good. By the way, um, the New York Times now demands criminal prosecution of Donald Trump. Hmm. Do we are we supposed to care about what the New York Times nope, demands? I don't. So let me give you let me give you this. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is from I think it's YouTube, uh, not YouTube, uh, Yahoo. There is uh, little left for the Justice Department do, uh, but to decide whether to wait until after the midterms to formally seek the indictment of a grand jury for Donald Trump. Hmm. This yeah. is. Yeah, I, I heard I heard someone talking about this whole scandal uh, earlier today, and the the phrase they used. Yeah, and I mean I mean this sincerely. The uh-huh. phrase they used, the, what they were going to charge him with, was unlawful storage. Oh man! I, does anyone think this is going to have an impact? I, I, I am fascinated storage? by this. Unlawful that storage. Is, that is Again, a death penalty sentence right there. We're not talking mm. about like a, a guy. Mm. getting access to documents he's not supposed to have access to, right? That's not what we're talking about. These are documents the man saw with his eyes while he was president of the United States. Right. So the issue here is he should have put it in a better closet. He should have put it in a safe. He should have let it be stored at the archives. A storage conflict. This is what's going to take down Donald Trump. The guy who survived all of these other things. Mm unlawful storage is the mm-hmm. thing that's mm-hmm. what they want us to believe mm-hmm. today well that's the way we took al capone down unlawful storage we, no well no. tax evasion right. we we couldn't get him on the other things you know this is insane the I mean, difference is is that al capone actually was killing people right donald trump hasn't done anything right you just don't like him can i can i run a couple of scenarios sure, sure. i would like to get your, yeah. your thoughts. okay all right okay. Mm-hmm. so i want to boil this down for a second no one actually cares if if Donald Trump has these documents. I know I know that's a controversial thing to say, but no, it's a, really not. It's, it is for the media. Maybe for the media, mm. but no one actually cares. The man literally, we are supposed to believe, saw them, and that's why he has them. And right? by the way, it's not. he didn't pack them up. The GAO did. GAO packed them up. GAO. So and that's not the, that's not him or his people. One of the few things we know about mm. these documents is they were put in between like newspaper clippings and everything else. And you could say, well, that's so let's start at the bottom. <laughs> he didn't do anything wrong at all. 
okay, obviously that does mm. not affect. Right. Because what we're talking about here is not whether these documents affected the national security. It's just a matter of how it affects Donald Trump's future politics. That's all yeah, the story is about. It has yeah. nothing to do with Correct. whether he actually committed Correct. a crime or not. Correct. So maybe he did nothing wrong. Obviously, that's not a problem. Next step up. He was reckless with it. He was, he was, uh, he shouldn't have had the documents and had them, right? He would, let's say he was reckless with the documents. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like what would be right? Like, like laying them well, out. Well, when we putting know, them on the menu at right, Mar-a-Lago. Exactly. Like let's yeah. say you're at Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. Your kid's ordering a grilled cheese. He flips it over. It's supposed to be the maze, right? But instead, it's a nuclear document, right? That or, would be really reckless. Or I could get the the ground beef, the sirloin, or the nuclear secret. Right. Exactly. Right. That would okay. be bad. Mm-hmm. so. If Does any technically be selling them, Stu? If it's just a process argument about documents, yeah, uh-huh. there is no impact to our politics, mm. right? The fact that he should have, let's just say, let's take the worst case, he should have gone through some other process of declassification or whatever. No one actually cares about that at all. It's not a, It's not going to impact our politics. <laughs> Step it up. Was he reckless with them? Let's say like he legitimately put them in some closet uh, and did not lock the door, which is what they're uh, uh, saying. No, now, they came I, down and asked him to put a lock, to on, put a and lock he did. on, and he did. But, like, I'd ask you this. Yeah, Go okay. try to steal a drink at Mar-a-Lago. Would that be easy? This is the president <laughs> of the United States House. They act as if people could walk into any closet and start stealing boxes. Right. This is not likely to occur. Right. While you might say, hey, they should be in a highly classified environment. I get well, that. Look, but hang, like, hang this on. is. Hang on. I think you're doing too much work here. But no, I, 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 let, let me give you the last two scenarios. Okay, all right. Okay, so this one I would say, let's just say he handled them recklessly. Mm-hmm. I think in our politics, that could escalate to the point of like the Hillary Clinton scandal, where the people on one side of the argument think it's the worst thing in the world, and the other side doesn't care at all. Mm-hmm. It could elevate to that level. The only thing that actually would make any difference with the story was if you had evidence, evidence, of Donald Trump using these documents for his own personal benefit, i.e., he was selling them to get golf events no, wait a minute. at his country right. clubs, which no, was no, no, actually wait, wait, tossed wait. out there by the left. Wait, you could have, if Donald Trump, and this could happen, okay? okay I, don't, say, yeah. I didn't with Donald Trump, right. but it could happen, in theory. okay? In theory, mm-hmm. if Donald Trump said to somebody else in the White House, I want you to go into the skiff, mm-hmm. I want you to, uh, I want you to, uh, take pictures of those documents, sure. then cut the top of them off so it doesn't say classified mm-hmm. or top secret, yep. and then email them to my home. That would be bad. Right. And and of course, would be much, 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 much more risky than having them in a closet. Anything yeah. online, anywhere, would be more risky than having it yeah. in Donald Trump's closet, yeah. even without a lock. How do you know it's not a virtual closet? Go ahead. We don't know. <laughs> but... If you had evidence that, like, let's say he he was taking documents that were central to American security that he was going to use to in a political ad three weeks later that he didn't declare. I don't know what the scenario would be, but if you found something like that and had real evidence of it, maybe that would move the needle. A process crime on documents is not moving. This is a ridiculous controversy. And I swear the left just wants to talk about Donald Trump because they think 
that's going to help them in some way. They want to they want to get in a fight with him. They want to make it about them versus Donald Trump again. They remember the good old days back when they were winning midterm elections in 2018. They remember the good old days when CNN had more than eight people watching it. They remember all of these wonderful dreams. So they want to talk about it constantly. But what the hell is the point of this? Like, these are not documents he stole. He didn't go into a bank vault and steal documents he wasn't allowed to see. He literally saw them. He's also the president, and he declassifies and he can, anything he wants. And he, you know, unlike and the, the Secretary of State. Right. Anyway, that's anyway. a different uh, That's a different story. Let me ask you this yes. question, okay? Same kind of topic. Who do you believe? Who do you trust? Apparently, a Ukrainian truck driver's daughter named Ina... Yakashivin. Mm. Are you a native speaker? I okay. am. Mm-hmm. That's the way you pronounce it. Yakashivin. I could tell. Who allegedly, who allegedly posed as a Rothschild heiress to gain access to Mar-a-Lago and meet former President Donald Trump is being accused now of the FBI of having ties to Russian organized crime. Apparently, this woman who lives in Ohio... The FBI said she was making trips to Mar-a-Lago to get money from Donald Trump for a children's charity, which actually was a front for organized crime in Russia. <laughs> okay. So Donald Trump was writing checks mm. to organize crime in Russia. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is that? Now, mm-hmm. she says, No. Nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, FBI says, yeah, everything like that. My question is, who do you believe? The woman you don't <laughs> even know anything about that could have been could have been masquerading as a Rothschild and a Soviet spy. Or the FBI. The fact that you have to ask that question is a problem with uh-huh. our institutions. It really yeah. is, isn't it? <laughs> now, unless you're one of those people who enjoy walking face first into a rake just to see what it'll feel like, hey, don't 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 uh, don't make fun of it unless you've tried it. You probably don't want to put your personal information out online. It puts it in jeopardy. It is like stepping on a rake. Cyber criminals are more than happy to take whatever you have, and there are more of them trying to do it every day. Uh, I like to call them the FBI and the IRS. Did you see the uh, Did you see the love letter from the New York Times to the IRS? I did not. Oh, they think the IRS having eighty seven thousand new agents is going to be a good thing. I'm There's, stunned. There is nothing wrong with that. Can you imagine if Donald Trump would have added 87,000 new IRS agents, what they would have said? Mm. He should have done it. That way they would have canceled it as soon as he got in. Anyway, it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. We do everything online these days, but you you don't necessarily have time to even think about it. So listen, Right now, you can get 25% off your subscription to LifeLock. That's a savings because I know you're, you're wanting to save money now. It's top of the line in cybersecurity with both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but... 
You can protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now, save 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Hey, uh, Stu, I just, what do you, you know, have you ever analyzed dreams? <laughs> not really, not yeah. seriously. I had a weird dream this weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, see if you can help me out. Um, I dreamt that I couldn't hear. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was freaking out and I was here in the building and I kept saying to people, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. And and they're just looking at me funny. And I'm like, I can't hear you. And then when someone would say something, it was like a bad Japanese film. And it was overdubbed. Okay? You were overdubbed. <laughs> okay. But it wasn't like, maybe you heard Godzilla. Right. It wasn't that. It, instead, it was overdubbed, <laughs> male or female. It was overdubbed with uh, a guy's voice. And it was all from Isaiah. And I woke up in the morning Mm -hmm. and I thought, I have to read Isaiah 51 to 53, because that's all it was. It was Isaiah 51, 53, 51, 53. And uh, I read it, and it's not a good part of Isaiah. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. As as opposed to the. What do you think that means? I'm thinking too much? Or was that a spooky dream? <laughs> it sounds like a spooky dream. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, I, does. <laughs> it does. I have it dreams does. like about like food. Yeah. You know, like, you well, know, I don't your... usually have one of these okay. dreams. This I is feel like you have unusual. had a decent amount of dreams that have I been have. very disturbing. Yes, but not, not in a, a f- long time. Not in a poltergeist sort of no. way, but close. Yeah, close. Yeah. Close, close. So I just would like to give you this because this is a positive. This is a good part of Isaiah, uh, Isaiah fifty-eight, where he says, "Wait, wait what, what you keep saying? So, hmm. is, what, what's the verse again? Isaiah fifty? No, it's the it's the chapters fifty-one oh, okay, to fifty-three. Okay, I thought you were saying it was chapter fifty-one, verse fifty-three. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, uh, then uh, you will call, and God will answer. You will cry, and He will say, "Here I am." If you remove the yoke from among you, stop false accusation and slander, generously offer food to the hungry, meet the needs of persons in trouble, then your light will rise in the darkness and your gloom will become like noon. God will always guide you. He will satisfy your needs in the desert. He will renew and strengthen in your limbs so that you will be like a watered garden, like a spring whose water never fails. You'll rebuild the ancient ruins, raise foundations from ages past, and be called repairer of broken walls, restorer of streets to live in. Hmm. It's kind of a good thing. Yeah. Maybe we should have a little more faith in God. You I'm, know a, I mean? I'm concerned, though. You, you've just picked a totally different chapter. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. I had a dream about chapter 51. And let me read you chapter 58, because that's where it turns out good. Well, because I think 58 is the answer to 51 through 53. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you decided to just skip the 51. Decided to. You're going to look that up on your own time. Good luck. 
Uh, so what do you think that means? I don't know what thing is going Why on. Why could I not hear people? Like, I couldn't hear any of you. And now I think, and I'm not, I don't interpret dreams, but I think that's because I should have stopped listening to you a long time ago. Right. You know I, what I, I mean? think that makes sense. Yeah, it does. That makes a it lot does. of sense. I do, but I don't know how that leads to yeah. And I was, being I was like pleading. I was like, no, you don't understand. Why? If I can't hear, what do I do? I, 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 and then I just heard, you're pretty much doomed. That's, you know, I mean, in an Isaiah sort of way. Actually, it's not. It's, you should read it. It's actually really spooky, but it's also very much like what I just read. Trust me. Trust me. It's going to get bad. But trust me. It's going to be fine. Really bad. But fine. Like horror show bad. <laughs> but really good. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, if you have an idea what that might be, you should drop me a note. Uh, all right. Coming up next, we had a great children's drag show Ooh. in a small city here. Just, oh, just right around our houses. It's great. Um Yeah, it wasn't so great. We're going to talk about our schools and what we're doing about it next. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me talk to you a little bit about pornography. We were just sitting in here talking about the Internet and what's happening in our schools and everything else. We are crossing all kinds of lines now, and it is the destroyer of societies and families and everything else. And that is the Internet's use of pornography. I should say our use of pornography. Um, you know, it, it, we have to monitor everything with our kids. That's, you know, you can't you can't do it like moms used to just knowing who your friends are. If you have a problem with somebody in your house with pornography, maybe it's you. Please check out an accountability software by a company named Covenant Eyes. You'll not only be able to block pornography from all of your devices, but you can also set up accountability partners of your choice yourself and for others in your family. Pornography is the worst wolf in sheep's clothing in our society. It is a destroyer of almost everything. Get Covenant Eyes accountability software free for 30 days. Visit coveyes.com slash Glenn. That's coveyes.com slash Glenn. Don't wait any longer. The destruction needs to end now. coveyes.com slash Glenn. Uh, there was something really exciting happening, you know, in a very small town here in Texas, in the Dallas area over the weekend. It was great fun for the whole family. 
bring your kids. It was a disgusting drag show. And when I say disgusting, it wasn't just because guys in drag. Uh, it was uh, disgusting because the video I saw was of a big fat guy in drag. And that just isn't healthy. Anyway, um, everybody went. It was wonderful or not, depending on your point of view. We're going to talk about that uh, and so much more about what's happening in our schools. There is also something very important that is happening in your schools, and they are trying to run it under the radar in many states. We'll talk about that. And Arizona. Arizona just finally got permission to be able to take the tax dollars from the schools and apply it to whatever school you want to go to. There's two sides to this. Some say that is perfect, it's great. Others say there are strings attached to the money. Um, And where do we stand? What should we be looking for? And what is really happening in Arizona? The guy who really knows is um, is Corey DeAngelis. Uh, he joins us in 60 seconds. Now, as anyone paying attention could have predicted, uh, and some of us did predict, the abortion issue has uh, has only gotten, well, I can't say it's worse, but I think it's going to get much worse, uh, the numbers, uh, because it is it is absolutely crazy. Um, how how the left just is, they're just bloodthirsty. It is a bloodthirsty cult. It really is. Now, they the United States government, I'm not going to have time. It's in my newsletter today. The United States government just told Google to uh, clamp down on these women's health centers that don't uh, offer abortions. I think this is way beyond uh, the First Amendment, way beyond a violation of that. But I digress. Let me go to Preborn here. Over the past 16 years, a partner of ours, Preborn, has positioned their clinics in the top abortion cities. 50% of the abortions take place in those cities. Preborn's work of saving babies' lives continue at even a greater level as they fight Planned Parenthood. To defend their centers also now from radical hate groups and getting the word out because Google is delisting them. Their work depends on pro-lifers like you and like me. They could really use your help. Our goal was to save 50,000 babies by the end of the year. I think we can still do that, but it's getting harder and harder because they have to pay attention to security and getting the word out. But please, let's go in and do our best to save 50,000 children by the end of this year. This audience can do it. Dial um, pound 250, pound 250, and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. Or go to preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. Corey is... um, the um, senior fellow at the American Federation for Children, executive director at Education Freedom Institute, an adjunct scholar at the Cato Institute, a fellow, a senior fellow at Reason Foundation, and a board member at Liberty Justice Center. I mean, 
I, I, I know that things are bad in the country right now economically, Corey, but you, do you need that many jobs? <laughs> no, I guess not, but we could just go with the main one is uh, American Federation for Children. It's good okay. to be with you, but right. Good to be with you, Corey. Um, all right, so I, uh, I heard some news coming out of Arizona, and I think it's great what's happening in Arizona, but I was concerned that uh, there are strings attached to the money and they are uh, those strings appear to be information gathering strings on our children. Yeah, so look, I'll, I'll say the Arizona program is a huge victory. Uh, it was the first time we've seen a state go all in on school choice, allowing Fantastic. the family to take you know, the state funding to the education provider they're choosing. And I'll just say that the people making the argument that this this will lead to regulations are making perfect the enemy of the good. Uh, we already have kids stuck in government controlled, government run schools today. And if you look at the Arizona bill, no family is forced to take the money. It's all voluntary. You can make the cost no, benefit no. decision for your own kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I'm, I'm not. I'm Corey. First of all, congratulations on Arizona. I am not. I'm not trying to cause trouble here on anything um i'm concerned because i think when this was tried in california the state and it's california it's not arizona um but california was excited about it because it just destroyed homeschooling there uh, because they had so many strings attached to it and i just want to make sure that we're we're walking into it with our eyes wide open yeah, California doesn't have any private school voucher programs. It doesn't have any tax credit scholarship programs, no education savings accounts. So that doesn't exist in California. And there are about 60 to 70 programs across the country in 31 different states plus D.C. And this just hasn't played out. The The argument that this will destroy and control homeschooling good. hasn't played out good, anywhere, good, good. including in Arizona. I mean, 20 percent of students were already eligible for this in Arizona for quite a while, even before this year's expansion. And I will say that, that it can be that in some places that, uh, legislators might write a bill that had regulations in it. But this didn't happen in Arizona. Good. And we should fight against any calls for regulation but there's right. no testing requirements there's no federal funding attached to this money wow there's no uh admissions standards or you know government controlling what private schools can do in terms of their uh their mission or their curriculum or their it's, creed so, so this, no curriculum to do it and no state testing no state testing no nationally norm reference holy testing, no curriculum and this so this is what we should be pushing for there are others who try to regulate these bills and try to include t- state testing mandates no. but that did not happen in arizona and that's what we should all be we shouldn't fight against school choice writ large if, if we're concerned about regulations we should fight against any one who tries to amend regulate and Democrats will try you. to do this on, on the floor. They'll try to introduce poison pills into the bills and we fight against them every step of the way. And we should continue to Excellent. do so. Excellent. Well, I just wanted to, I just wanted to make sure, cause I didn't want to um, uh, get too excited about Arizona and what happened. Cause it is exciting news. And then I worried because I was informed some, from some people that, it had strings, and then I started going. Well, how many strings? What are the strings? Can they affect the uh, the curriculum? That's really important. That it's clear on curriculum and testing. That's fantastic. Yep, fantastic. And the Arizona, the original Arizona statute even has a specific provision in it, fifteen twenty four oh four, where it says it's 
called State Control Over Non-Public Schools. It's a prohibition and application. And the first section says, quote, this chapter does not permit any government agency to exercise control or supervision over any non-public school or home school. B, a qualified school that accepts a payment from parent pursuant to this chapter is not an agent of the state or federal government. C, a qualified school shall not be required to alter its creed, practices, admissions policy, or curriculum in order, and yada, yada, yada. So, I mean, they have specific provisions, and, and this is what we should push in other states, too, to make sure that you minimize you, any chances of government uh, overreach. How did you get it past the school unions, the teachers' unions? Well, in Arizona, they have the slimmest of majorities of Republicans, and this is a Republican Party platform issue, and every single Republican showed up, voted in favor. They have one-seat majorities in Arizona in the House and the Senate, and they were able to get it done without any Democrats voting in favor. So that's how they got it done in Arizona. And um, in in other states, you know, like uh, Texas doesn't have any private school choice programs, Uh the Senate had the votes in 2017 to pass an ESA, Education Savings Account, something similar. The House blocked it, and the, the reason for that being is that the teachers' unions play heavily in uh, in Republican primaries in mm-hmm. deep red states because they know they can't get a Democrat majority, so they got to buy some rhinos off That's in what's happening. one of the chambers. It's not happening just in Texas. Also, you, the uh, uh, biggest problem I hear in, in Utah, hmm. and they've got massive, <laughs> you know, they, they don't have a lot of uh, Democrats, and the Republicans are the ones that get hit with the teachers' unions. We get just, I mean, it's, it's yeah. bad. I mean, Governor Cox in Utah uh, announced when they had their Hope Scholarship Bill in the legislature in Utah, he announced that he would veto such a bill because, oh, I'm for school choice, but not right now. We've got to pay our teachers, you know, 50 percent more before we do that. And he was just kind of shifting the argument to try to say he was trying to play both sides. But then he also received seventy five thousand dollars from the National Education Association uh, a couple of years ago in 2020, I believe. So that it, it's true. Yes. And these so-called deep red states, the unions play heavily uh, in, in Republican primaries, and people haven't been paying attention uh, enough, but, but we've been calling it out more recently. And in some places, the teachers' union endorsement, for Republicans at least, is becoming the kiss of death. I mean, in Tennessee, in their House Republican primaries, uh, 10 uh, Republicans were endorsed by or, or funded by the teachers' unions, and nine of them lost their, their primary wow. races. Nine out of 10. Uh, Corey, bring us back to Arizona here for a second. You're, let's say you're a parent and you see what's going on in the schools, the public schools. You don't like it. You've always wanted to send your kid to a private school or maybe homeschool them, but you did not think you had the resources to do this. How, how does your life change? What do you have to do to change the, the education of your child? I mean, you could either just homeschool or pay for private school out of tuition, uh, which is what you would do in the current system. But with this new Arizona initiative, you can go online to the Arizona Department of Education and apply for empowerment scholarship accounts, ESAs. And it's up to seven, about $7,000 per student expected in the coming school year. Is and anyone eligible? Actually, 
Yep, anyone, regardless of income. I mean, you have to have a school-aged child. You can't be like some 50-year-old. <laughs> right. yeah. No, think scam. like a conservative, not a leftist. <laughs> but the, the parents flooded the website over the past week and actually uh, essentially broke the government website because they want it so bad. I mean, there's so many families. And this is why the teachers' unions fight against this oh, yeah. tooth and nail. It's because they know once families are given the choice, They're they out. fight like hell to keep that choice. And the, the government website had an error message saying, you, you know, you might have a glitch or, or so because uh, we've gotten so many applications. So you would get you'd get a seven thousand dollar scholarship and you could use that money to send your kid to private school. Is which, that yearly? Yep. Each year it goes into something called an education savings account. And then you could use it for That's private fantastic. school tuition and fees if you want. But you could also use it for these micro schools. You could use it for homeschool curriculum or any other approved education expense. You can't go use it at your favorite fancy restaurant. or You can't buy a big screen TV. It has to be used on some type of education expenditure. And again, the government doesn't get to say what uh, the curriculum looks like, for example. That's fantastic. Great job. Great job, Corey. How can we help get this to other states? Well, if you want to help us in the fight for education freedom, you can sign the Education Freedom Pledge. It's just educationfreedompledge.com. And then whenever a bill drops in your state, we, uh, I'll send you email blast updates, uh, and you can help us fight at state capitals, uh, email your legislators to push for things, also to read the bill and make sure that it's not overly regulated by the government, just to make sure it's uh, the money's spent on education services, uh, but but make sure there's no provisions in that bill to have uh, state standardized tests or uh, admissions requirements uh, that, that are handed over to the government. So, again, educationfreedompledge.com uh, to help us in the fight for education freedom. Corey, are there more states that are close uh, as Arizona was? Is there other, any other? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, what, what's so, next? So- Florida's killing it. Or they have been for a while, and we all expect that DeSantis will come back and pull a Governor Ducey and, and make this eligible for every single family. But Florida is essentially number two based on current eligibility, but there shouldn't, it shouldn't have any eligibility requirements. We fund public education for everybody, regardless of income. That's right. Everyone should have that right uh, to, to take their kids' education dollars wherever they want. And if you like your public school, you can keep your public school. But if not, that funding should go elsewhere. And Iowa is looking set for a big victory this coming session as well, especially after the primary races in their house. Uh, they, they cleaned up house this past um, right. uh, uh, primary season. So Iowa, there's going to be a big push in Texas. Abbott's been pushing it harder than I've ever seen him push it before. We That's know that we have the vote in the Senate in Texas. It's all going to come down to the Texas house. Okay. Corey, thank you so much. Corey DeAngelis, you you bet. Uh, He is um, American Federation for Children Senior Fellow, uh, the American Federation for Children. Um, All right, back in just a second. Real Estate Agents I Trust is our sponsor. It's time to sell the house. If it is, you ready? You're going to need all sorts of things done to the place. Do you know the best carpenter is or the best uh, handyman, the best carpet guy, the best plumber? Somebody who specializes just in moving dirt. Maybe you have some erosion there in the backyard. All of that stuff is going to have to be addressed. Uh, Do you know anybody who has all those numbers? Well, that is why you want to work with a great real estate agent, because they can connect you with people that can help you. I mean, these guys literally work around the clock, some of them. Um, And if you want your home sold or you want to buy the right house and make sure that you're competitive, well, these are the people to help you do it. 
don't take my word for it. Do your own homework. Well, let us just introduce you to the best people in your neighborhood or in your area that we think will do the best job for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. This is my company. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. 10 seconds, station ID. Interesting, Corey DeAngelis. Uh, I think the updates on school choice are really exciting. You know, I, I think you are right, and, and a lot of people are right to be concerned to make sure to watch these things as they get passed, make oh, sure there's nothing wrong with them. There's always something happening. There's always something. But again, I think it's a step in the right direction and uh, in a big way. I mean, I feel like it's one of the big failings of our society that people who that we, we can't get our kids education that their parents want. I and mean, that's that seems fundamental. And he, you know, he's a, what was it, senior fellow at uh, the educate, what was the, I don't have it in front of me. I just, uh, Corey's organization. Just my computer just a great shut one. down, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's a senior fellow there and a couple of other organizations as well. Uh, are you, are you a senior fellow anywhere? I was curious because you've been around for a long time. You've, you've spoken uh, many, many, in front of many, many audiences. I, you've, you've had. I can get the senior fellow discount at the movie theater now. That's not the I same bet. thing. It's not the same thing? No. It's interesting no. to me that. No one has offered you. Yeah. I mean, you are here. You are a Radio Hall of Fame member. Yeah, yeah. A doctor. Well, and a doctor. A, a colonel. Colonel. Some, I'm a Kentucky colonel. You're a Kentucky colonel. Yeah. But no one has thought to say, hey, Glenn Beck should be a senior fellow nope, at our organization. One. No one. No. No one's thought, no. hey, you know, he would be. No. He would be a really good addition Condoleezza to this Condoleezza Rice came close. I thought she was going to. You know, because she was like, oh, we've got some really great people as senior fellows. And Glenn, we would really, really be interested in any promotion you could help with us. And that's as close as I got. That's as close as I got. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Yeah. I would like to know, is there a conservative organization? Something I turned down. Right. (laughs) No, you can't count that. Is there a conservative organization out there? That would make you a senior fellow. Uh, not one that I would not know, because if you would offer it to me, I would question you. you right? Know, I'd that, be like, like, really? You know, this is like when you're you're like a you're 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 a, you're a teenager and you're at a you know you're trying to date some other girl in your class and yeah. and and you think she's the greatest thing in the world and then she shows interest to you and you're like, oh, she must not be good then. She must be a yeah. disappointment. Yeah. She if is. she likes me, she's obviously there's not pr- worth there's it. something wrong with her. There's something there's wrong, wrong with her, right? Yeah. That's she what might you have do. A mental problem. And that's kind of what you would do if you were offered a senior yes. fellowship. Yes. Because what does a senior fellow do? Why? That's I think the key. I would do nothing. You just want you know the title. Sure. Yeah. Who doesn't want the title? Like your doctor title, which you've never exactly. operated on anyone. Not perform. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> oh. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. If you know, if things break down, I might just pull that that doctor out. Yeah, no one wants an operation done by you or anything hey, else, honestly. I mean, it depends on, I mean, how bad does it hurt? Who's here? It's true. Yeah. I, I guess if, if it's between you and someone who's not named a doctor in humanities, which yeah. is not surgery I can, no, related. That means I'm a doctor of anything with the human species. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. We'll, yeah. we'll we'll fact check that later. But so if let's see if we can get if we could put together let's say a plethora mm. a, a, a menu of options for you yeah. to become a, a senior, senior fellow, fellow to some organization. Would you be interested in selecting one or more of these? Sure, options? you're going to come up with that. I list? think I'm going to try. You're going to try. Okay, I'm going to try sure. to get you a senior fellowship somewhere. Yeah, 
that I would want to be a senior fellow. I don't know. You'd have to make that decision. All right. I think there's going to be some organizations I could find that would do it. You would not want them. However, I think it's possible in this audience. We have a lot of people. We talk to people all the time. time. We, I mean, we've talked to people who are, who have run cabinets in the, in the, uh, in the, in the, in the, in the federal government who were longtime fans of the show that listen yeah. every day. Yeah. We've talked to people all over yeah. the country, right. the high level think tanks and everything. Senior fellow. I all even take could. a senior advisor once senior in a while. Advisor. You would just call me up and go, Hey Glenn, what do you blue think shirt, this? pink shirt, mm. live a little pink. I'm willing to, do, willing that. to do that. As long as I'm you get willing. the title. Yeah. Just a title. Okay. So. This is title hunt. Yeah. 2022, we need to get Glenn some sort of academic credibility. Wow, I've got none. If you well, have an organization, I'm on Twitter, uh, at Stu Does America. Submit your senior fellowship requests to Glenn Beck on today. On Twitter. Oh. So this is official. <laughs> the Glenn Our Glenn country's Glenn. run on Twitter you're, at this point. We might as well do it this all way. out. <laughs> Cheryl wrote in about her, remind me to tell you the penetration of Twitter. It's an amazing stat. Mm. Um, Cheryl wrote in about her dog's experience with uh, Rough Green. She says, I was actually a bit skeptical that it would have any effect on my dogs, but the difference is unbelievable. I decided to uh, buy this when my 11-year-old dog had to have surgery and wasn't really doing well. Within a week's time, she was playing like a pup, and I am totally amazed at how much better both of my dog's digestive systems have been. Thank you, Rough Greens. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement. And you put it on your dog's food. It's chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's most likely in Rough Greens. And I've seen a huge difference, a huge difference in Uno. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal for you. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back. They're going to give you the first trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping. You just try it, sprinkle some on your dog's food, see if he'll eat it. If he does, get the real bag full of uh, vitamins and minerals and watch the dog change over the next couple of months. Twitter might be down right now. No senior fellowship requests yet, but it's at Stu Does America. Wow. So in case you don't remember meeting him before, you've met him a couple of times, I think, on the program. Yako uh, Buyans, um, he is the founder of Yako Buyans Ministry uh, and CEO after Eden Pictures. He is um, he's a guy who I first met, I don't know, a few years ago, and he was um, involved in stopping human trafficking because his sister in South Africa was uh, kidnapped by human traffickers. And if I remember right, Yako, didn't you quit school to go find your sister? Yeah, it became it became a family effort. Good morning, Glenn. Thank you. Hey, you uh, family effort. I was a senior in high school at the time, and Ilanka was uh, 13. Yes. Jeez. Uh, and you eventually found her. How long did it take? It was a it was a long journey. The process of Ilonka being trafficked was from 1994 through 2001. So it's a oh, six year journey, and she was discovered early one morning in a in a casino uh, by an undercover police officer who broke through a door by God's divine appointment. Um, and yeah, and so it was a long journey. And, the, and, then, and since then, since 1994, we've been in this 
hellacious fight against evil yeah coming for our children for our children and it is i tell you yako it is what's happening in our schools right now is so evil and we are crossing the uh, there there are no lines beyond minor attracted uh, adults there's no line past that that's right you 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 blow past the the you know the uh, child sex line you're at the bottom of society that's it there's nothing left um yeah absolutely i wanted to talk to you about something because uh all my neighbors are freaking out and they're like glenn why didn't you talk about this and i'm like the guy works for us i mean he's a contributor on the blaze i mean that's close enough isn't it um but uh you've stirred things up in my household and everything else. i wanted you to explain uh what t-e-k-s is uh and how this is happening here in texas but it is also uh, most likely happening all over the country in their own version of it yeah absolutely the 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 teeks program which is a code is an education code that's the guidelines for texas education of course and by the state school board of education and and the tea the texas education Association, TEEK stands for Texas Essential Knowledge and Skills Standards. And every year they review one of these pillars. There's four pillars. And this year it's social studies. Next year it will be mathematics. Now, the interesting thing is when they review it, it only happens every 12 years. Oh, my God. So when they, set a, when they set a standard, Glenn, and one of your great friends, an amazing American, helped set the previous standards. David, David Barton. Barton. Yeah. In 2009, with right. a lot of scholars, and it was phenomenal. It was pro-American, pro-God, pro-country, pro-Texas. Right. Pro-Texas. Pro-Texas history, pro-Texas. where you where the the Alamo was a place of honor, not dishonor. Well, yes, and and look, this morning, breaking on your show right now, five minutes ago, your staff is so on point, uh, Glenn. I sent them a letter that was released five minutes ago, substantiating what I've been saying. And look, we've taken attack from the state school board this week because they've never been under a microscope like this. But the parents need to know what these proposed standards are. And they're radical from the left against our nation's history, Texas history, against Christianity, minimizing Christianity, teaching 20 days of Buddhism, divination, Hinduism, a day, day and a half, two days of Christianity. Things like our founding founding documents are labeled as not the founding documents, but the spirit of the founding documents. Things like that. So you have like any God stuff that's out, including even our motto in God we trust, that's out. Um, More space has been made for Islam and other religions. Moses is being taken out of the standards. How do you even begin to understand uh, American law without Moses? Well, without Moses, you don't have Ten Commandments. And without the Ten Commandments, you don't have absolute truth. And we're in a culture today where the left wants us to be fluid in everything, fluid in sex with children, fluid in gender, which, by the way, it comes up in the new proposed standards. Now, these are proposals, but they are in what now is draft F, which will be proposed tomorrow. I'll be in Austin, and I'm on the docket to speak. We'll see if I'll speak or not. But tomorrow is a big day. And because parents finally said, well, wait a minute. You can't remove Moses. You can't teach that in history the Texas Rangers was an instrument of oppression. You can't teach that 
having a border as a militarization zone. This is what's being proposed. You can't teach Chinese dynasties and Asian dynasties, but not teach Lincoln and Davy Crockett. Oh my and, gosh. And, and, and American exceptionalism. They want that out. Like, don't teach kids that we went to the moon and that we are an exceptional nation. Now, this is in draft form. So, look. But here's, but here's the know. thing. Here's the thing that this is so important in every state because you'll have your own standards. But in Texas, just like California, most states will adopt our standards. So if, if Texas adopts this, then most likely all of the history books, you'll have a choice between the California history books and the social studies books and the Texas if they're not combined. Um, and so this is going to affect your children. The nationwide, Glenn, here's why. People don't know. Texas has the most students in school of even more than California, 5.8 million students in school age 17 and under. So the, the, the curriculum standards and the publishers draft off of the TEKS education code. And, and, and now look, there's a code of what they should teach. And this letter from the Freedom Caucus, actually, and you can read it, it's scathing. They actually said that some of these proposals are illegal against Texas code. And so you got the Freedom Caucus with Mays Middleton that wrote this letter this morning saying, we will pursue action. I mean, the last paragraph here is, is if you further indoctrinate, they're talking about indoctrinating children, having to teach George Floyd and, and an uprising against police brutality, having to teach 28 genders in a certain age bracket in class, spreading Texas history over every grade, sprinkling it and blending it in versus saying, no, we're dedicated in first and second grade to Texas history. Look, it's grade by grade and it's in proposal form, but the clock is ticking, Glenn. Tomorrow is a very, very significant. Okay. So what do people have to do? What What do you have to do? Email the state school board of education, each one of them. And I tell people be kind, but be firm, be nice. Now we do have a nine, six, Republican board, nine to six. Yeah, but in Texas, that doesn't necessarily mean. That should be a shoo-in. I go nine to six Republican, not necessarily Glenn, nine to six conservative. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference. Exactly right. Exactly right. So email every single one of them today. So, but nobody knows who their school board, the the state school board is. How do you find that out? We list it on our website, Yaku, J-A-C-O, Boyan. B-O-O-Y-E-N-S, ministries.org. There's a button that says Urgent Teeks. Click that button. It's got all the information, the emails, the phone numbers. And I ask people, look, there are. There are some of our friends on the school board. There are people who really want to fight for children. But tomorrow, there may be. It's not on the agenda, Glenn. But the conservative side of the SBOE tomorrow can call for a roll call vote. They can. Uh, chairman Ellis, we have the chairman. He's the deciding vote. He only votes if it's a tie, 7-7. They can strike this down tomorrow if they wanted to. They could have, which was what riled me up. August 1st, when they met, it passed through to the next phase. Now, this has been coming since April, Glenn. I ask this. Why are we here? Why are we one day before this momentous event in Austin tomorrow having to fight to convince that some of this stuff is it's absolutely obscene. With a 9-6 Republican, come on, guys. We've got to step up here and say, 
we strike this draft. We're going to go back to David Barton's draft that is pro-America, pro-Texas, pro And we've been using it for 12 years. We've been using it for 12 years. That's right. Let's update it. Sure, there's new legislation. It has to be updated. Let's update it. Let's let's. But we can't scrap that and come with this radical. Now, since we brought a lot of heat into the kitchen, look, there's a lot of momentum. So thank you, Glenn, for voicing. Uh, No, no, no. I I, I heard about it. A friend came to me and said, uh, this guy is great. You know who he is? And I'm like, yeah, he's he's a contributor of of the blaze. He's fantastic. And they're like, well, why aren't you talking about it? And I'm like. Because I'm talking about all the other stuff that's burning down. Yeah, right. uh, but that's anyway, right. uh, I, I, but when she started to explain it to me, I needed to get you on the phone because, I mean, that's an email that I, I'm going to make today. Uh, so it's Yako spelled J-A-C-O, like Jocko, Yako Buens, that's B-O-O-Y-E-N-S, ministries.org. Yakobuinsministries.org. I will tweet this out. Stu, will you tweet it out on both of our uh, Twitter feeds? Um, Yako, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you, Stu. God bless you for all you do. We appreciate you. You, you bet. I tell you what, this guy is an amazing guy. He is a he is a servant of, uh, of God um, and very, very loyal. Just a great guy. Jakob Buins, we're going to let's post this. Could you post his video on the front page of glenbeck.com? Can we get that done along with the link to what we were talking about? See if we can put that on the front page of glenbeck.com. Has to be done today. It has to be done today. This is going to affect everybody's school books. All right, back in just a minute. If you haven't boarded the comfy train yet, it is high time. Boop, boop. We're leaving, pulling out of the station, baby. With Mike Lindell, he's the founder and CEO of MyPillow, and he is uh, launching... This is such a stupid show. He is uh, launching brand new slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. When you go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code BECK. I don't know where that train thing came from. It's bothering me now. This is for a limited time only, so don't wait around. Uh, they're uh, made to be worn year-round, year four-layer design. that will help keep your feet comfortable. They have breathable fabric. Plus, Mike's patented impact gel makes them super, super comfortable. Um, and right now, you can get them at a great deal, $29.98. Log on to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use the promo code BECK to receive this incredible limited-time-only offer. Um, they come with a one-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't like them, just ship them back. MyPillow.com, promo code BECK, or call 800-966-3117. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit BlazeTV.com today and never miss a moment of truth. This is crazy because this is going to affect every high school. uh, And really, this is K through 12. So um, every textbook on history and, you know, uh, uh, social studies right now for the K through eight books, new document that they are trying to stop 
by tomorrow here in Texas, got to write to the state school board. Sociology consists of sexualized pro LGBT and anti-family standards, forcing students to define controversial terms like gender and sexual orientation and deleting an entire section related to the institution of the family. You have to teach these things. Topics that have been taught, long taught in public schools like Moses as the historic lawgiver and our First Amendment religious freedom clauses still have not been restored to the high school standards. And this is only going to degrade them even more. And whatever Texas does when school books, because of California's size and the size of Texas, those are the textbooks that everybody's going to get. So what Texas decides If they go woke, and you know what? With a 9-6 Republican, there shouldn't even be a question. Shouldn't even be a question that this would be happening in our school board. No question. 9-6. Yeah, that's true. It's it's enough of a majority that you shouldn't have worry. Even if you have one or two people who are flaking on you, still shouldn't be an issue. You You know, did you see that Mitch McConnell is pulling his money from uh, Alaska and Arizona. Yeah. Alaska because they think Murkowski's going to win. Arizona be- I think they're signaling they think Masters is in trouble there. Though I mean look, he's he's, he's right in the he's right in that race. He's so. what 4 or 5 points behind? I think the last poll I saw he was down 8. eight. But again, no one knows who he is yet. Right. The guy just won the primary. You he hasn't had a debate against Kelly. Ten million dollars. I think from- he's going to show really well in a debate. Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, Masters. I, I I think he's one of those that you know, value-wise, if you're betting on these races, it's one of those I think he's got a good shot at coming back on. I don't think oh, people have I, any passion for, no. for Mark Kelly other than they there's some sympathy for the family. I think that's largely all it is with Kelly. He's just a run-of-the-mill, vote the same way every single time Democrat in a, in a purple state. And I tell you, Masters is not. He's no. not. Oh, he's not. And he, he's it, not. He's a real human being. And young, and uh, I mean, he just doesn't talk. He doesn't talk like a a, a uh, politician. Yeah, and I think you know, you when Arizona gets into election season, they start seeing these guys on the same stage together. I don't think it's a guarantee that Masters performs well. He may not. No, We've he never. May not. He's not been tested in this situation. Right. We don't know. But, but I think there's a good, there's a better chance than some of the other races that Republicans there, are more confident in. Can you tell me, is there a better use of the $10 million than making sure that we do everything we can to control the Senate? I don't think he wants Masters in. I think he knows. Well, this is, yeah. He, I, I think he knows, oh, well, he'll be one of those people that want to change the order of everything in Washington. I yeah. Think, I think you're going to see money come back into that race from, I, I think, because McConnell doesn't want Masters in, but what he does want is to be the majority leader. And the only way he can do that is if people like Blake Masters win. So I think he's trying to send a signal right now to uh, about how upset he is about who's winning these races, but the money's going to come back in. He wants that more than anything in the world. Mitch McConnell wants that power back. So I think he's going to, in the end, support candidates he believes can win. And I think Masters has a good chance. It's ridiculous to toss that race right now. He's right there. You should not have that power and be the leader in the Senate. That's too much power. The Glenn Beck Program. Eden Pure is our sponsor this half hour on The Blaze. Um, It's funny because I was just thinking about this yesterday. Um, We have two dogs in the house, two very big dogs in the house. 
And we have a lot of uh, people coming for Tanya's birthday. Uh, she's turning 50 this, this uh, year. And uh, I thought, boy, it doesn't smell like dog in here. And then I remembered Eden Pure. And it is, it is, it is like pure. Eden Pure is such a great name for it because the air is truly pure. Um, right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. You get three units under $200. You put one in the basement, one in the bedroom, one in the family room, kitchen, or wherever you need clean, fresh air. You know, we we have uh, little ones. Also, they sell them for your refrigerators. Forget the box of baking soda. This is the best ever. My refrigerator never smells. My house smells clean and fresh. It doesn't smell like really anything from fish to dog. Get the Eden Pure Deals now at EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount, discount code is Glenn and shipping is free. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I have worried about our country for a while now, 15, 20 years, seeing the uh, mile markers go by and the changes that are being made. I've worried about our medical institutions. Um, stopping doing things like, uh, I don't know, do no harm first, you know, taking people and and uh, giving them euthanasia. And in Canada, they're doing it now for children. And there's already studies that show a lot of these people are being talked into it by the doctors. These are the things that happened in a very gory past, uh, you know, 80, 90 years ago. You look at where we're going just on COVID, experimenting with the public and forced them to take it and not telling them what really they were concerned we should be concerned about you had no option and they silenced anyone who said wait a minute i there, there might be some side effects here this is dangerous a couple of weeks ago there was this great speech um uh given by a uh, woman vera sharav she was in nuremberg and she was making a case that we have crossed really dangerous lines. The Nuremberg Code is being violated, and she says it's more important now than ever. I read a lot of her speech on the air the day after she gave it. She's here to talk about it herself in 60 seconds. So what do you know about the Fed, the Federal Reserve? It's the biggest bank in the country, basically, 
the first bank that Congress created and then handed all of the power to create money and manage our economy. But it's a bank and the president doesn't get to nominate whoever he wants. The bank, City, Bank of America, J.P. Morgan, all those, they're the ones that pick the chairman and then the president. They say this one or this one. He's like, well, they're both kind of the same. I guess I'll pick that one. Uh, They're responsible for inflation. Do you even know what inflation is and how it works? There's a great book out and it's going to get you're going to get it for free. It's the Tuttle Twins book, The Creature from Jekyll Island. It's a kid's book, but it explains where the Fed came from, how it works, how it contributes to inflation in a way that's really informative for both kids and you and me. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get it while supplies last. You can get the free copy right now at Tuttle Twins. And the creature from Jekyll Island, just go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Vera Sharev is uh, with us now. She is the founder and president of Alliance for Human Research Protection. I just want to just quickly go over some of the stuff that she has been involved in. Uh, She has spoken out uh, at the FDA, National Academy of Science, the Institute of Medicine. She testified against the exposure of children in experiments that put them at risk of harm against mass mental screening of children, which served as a market expansion tactic for uh, psychiatric drugs. She testified against human pesticide experiments sponsored by Bayer. Uh, She was instrumental in the suspension of government pesticide experiments in young children called Cheers, the suspension of smallpox smallpox vaccine tests in children, anthrax vaccine tests in children. Uh, I mean, it goes on and on. She served on the uh, Federal Children's Research Ethics Advisory Work Group, where she was the sole dissenter who objected to the loosening of federal regulations to expand the use of medical experiments without parental consent. She was alone on that vote. That is madness. Madness. Welcome to the program, Vera Sharev. Thank you very much for inviting me. Oh, it's a, it's an honor to have you. Um, you are passionate about this because you firsthand... Uh, saw what happens when the medical industry uh, loses their way and uh, starts to play God. Uh, You're a Holocaust survivor. That's right. Um, When medicine becomes a partner of government, they discard the Hippocratic oath to do no harm to the individual, and they become government agents, essentially. Yes, and it's it's truly frightening when the when the doctors started to say that they wouldn't treat somebody um, if they hadn't taken the vaccine. The first thing that came to mind was the Hippocratic Oath. Wait a minute. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. We've, we're really very far into that dark place. Um, you know, really, I, in March and April of 2020. Uh a big euthanasia project was implemented all across Western Europe, Canada, at least five states in the United States, where they, orders were given by the government to hospitals not to treat the elderly nursing homes. 
and they were essentially medically murdered. This was exactly what the Nazis did, although the Nazis began... The children. The euthanasia with the babies. Yeah. The the, uh, infants and children under age three. They were German infants and children. I have... uh, And then it went up the ladder, the mentally ill, and then the nursing home people. And they were regarded as worthless eaters and an economic burden. Vera, I have, uh, if, I don't know if you know anything about me, but I have a very large collection, and uh, the Holocaust has played a very big role in my life. Um, and uh, I want to make sure we never forget it. Uh, I happen to have in, this, uh, in a museum that we are building uh, mm-hmm. the last prescription that Joseph Mengele wrote at the Children's mm-hmm. Hospital. And it mm-hmm. was for the uh, drug that they were giving to kill the children. And it's mm-hmm. it, 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 when you think of that he was in charge of the children's hospital, you get some idea of how far away right. from the Hippocratic Oath they were. Yeah. That's right. And, um, you know, American medicine has kind of picked up where the Nazis left off because at the time, Germany was, you know, the, they were the number one most uh, advanced Mm -hmm. country in in medicine and in a lot of fields. I mean, that that was the center of Western civilization. And America picked up from them after the war. Yeah, we brought them here. They brought in some 1,600 of the top Nazi scientists, engineers, and doctors. Yeah. And they scattered them all over the United States at most advanced uh, scientific and medical centers. Now, this was done in violation of the president of the United States. Harry Truman had ordered nobody who belonged to the Nazi party was to be allowed a visa. Yeah. Okay, but agents simply did it anyway. This was totally illegal. So, and they essentially trained a whole generation of American scientists and doctors. Vera, it's, is you know the history better than than most, um, and to wake people up is seemingly impossible. I mean, to ring this bell, people in America just think we could never do that. We'd never get there. And I am watching us get closer and closer to that line to where they're they're depersoning people, you know, and and when as you know, when the government took over health care here in America, my biggest warning was. You know, they say they're not going to uh, ration uh, mm-hmm. any kind of health care. But once there's a, a, a financial situation, of course they mm-hmm. are. And that's, that, right. that's what Germany did. That's exactly right. Uh, Germany, uh, their excuse for getting rid of the elderly and, and, and the mentally ill from the asylums was they need the beds for wounded soldiers. Once you... Once you devalue some human beings and value only certain human beings, that's that's what opens the gates of hell. My mother-in-law, I just talked to her the other day, and she's getting older, and uh, she said, 
they weren't they weren't going to fill my prescription uh the insurance and we've always had we've never had a problem with it and she said for the first time i was scared like wait a minute are you doing this because i'm old am i Mm -hmm. am i just no longer a value Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well there you go i mean she recognized the signal she's awake so you went to, you went to Nuremberg uh, yeah. this year um, because we have a Nuremberg code that apparently nobody is paying attention to anymore. It's the, the, the worst violation of the Nuremberg Code ever. It's on a massive scale. This uh, COVID uh, injections, these, this is a mass experiment like no other in history. An uncontrolled mass medical experiment. With people being coerced into it, not being informed as they're required as to what is known and not known about it as far as safety, as far as side effects, uh, nothing. The ingredients are secret. It's being done under military secrecy. Why? Why is it under military and and it happened both under Trump and continued under Biden. I mean, there was no difference because there is, uh, you know, there are those who are really running this yeah. who are unelected and unaccountable. Yeah. And, they, and they've been given total and complete immunity. And I, I tell you, they, they, they frighten me in a way. I mean, we've gone from we've gone from the um, the eugenics programs to mm-hmm. now transhumanism which is exactly the same thing Absolutely. just with different technology exactly the techno by the way at the time one of the uh one of the features was that germany was the most advanced in technology correct correct and now we are of course yeah. and it is really it's terribly frightening to see the similarities and you know i mean making on those who choose not to accept to be guinea pigs are, you know, totally, again, ostracized, demonized. You know, at that time, we, the Jews, were uh, accused of being spreaders of disease. Well, well that's, a, that's, that's, that's what they what? said. That's what they said about COVID people that wouldn't get the vaccine. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're using the same script. It's just, you know, the, the names are a little different, but it's the, in essence... It is. It's dividing mankind, you know, into the uh, valued and devalued, and they make enemies out of people. And, you know, when you divide and separate like that, when you split human society, that's the most dangerous kind of thing. This is what happened then. And, and onlookers just looked the other way. They chose not to interfere. Mm-hmm. And that happened to a lot of people, you know, the unvaccinated, where people... You know, on, uh, in public places, were yeah shunning them like they were pariahs. <laughs> so you're sitting, thought? you're you're here um, with a very large American audience, and if I'm sitting in my car and I'm listening to you, or I'm sitting at work, I'm thinking, okay, that's scary as heck. What 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 do I do about it? Well, this is just it. We, we really the. 
this will go nowhere if people rise up and stop obeying. What they're being told to obey is against us, all of us. It's not a coronavirus that we have to be afraid of. It is the new form of eugenics that we have to be afraid of because it's one group after another after another. Hitler didn't intend to end with annihilating the Jewish people. He had bigger plans. It was then going to be the Polish, the Slavs, on and on, you know. And that's the same mentality. I say that those who have done this COVID thing on the world, these are the heirs to the Nazis. Do you, would you put, would you put the uh, gain of function research and the push for that into the same category? Because I think that's terrifying. You would. Again, gain of function is illegal according to international treaties because this is about bio-warfare. Gain well, of function is a fancy <laughs> phrase, which means nothing, right? What does it mean, gain of yeah. function? They always do that. The euphemisms, that's yeah. another thing that the Nazis always had. That, that T4 euthanasia program, it was to improve the children's health. But, but it was putting them in a truck with, with the exhaust going into the back of the... There's no way to improve health with that. Well, you know, it, when you pervert oh my medicine, then what the heck? You can pervert yeah. language. That's the easiest. Yeah, I guess. And, Ab- and, abortion is health care now. So. Yeah, right, right. Uh, so this is it's terribly, terribly dangerous because people need to understand. And they should have gotten a whiff. You know, first it was going to be, right, two weeks. It flattened the curve, yeah. two yeah, weeks yeah. of yeah. Isolation, and of course, they destroyed economy, which means you know middle class people now are dependent on government handouts. That's again, that's a very, very bad sign because the government can always stop the spigot. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Vera, I'd love to have dinner with you sometime. I think you're you are spot on. I just love you. Um, hold on just a second, I'm going to take a one minute break, and then I, I want to come back and just ask you so, what does it mean? Stop doing what you're told. Um, I'm sure you you've you've kind of experienced this. So tell us what you mean. Stop doing what you're told in just a second. American Financing NMLS one eight two three three four www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. I've been telling you for a while inflation um, and uh, and hyperinflation uh, may be on its way. It is bad and it is likely to get worse as we move forward. Uh, American financing has been there in really tough times, and they can help you right now find ways to save money and cut down on needless spending on high interest debt. Now, if you think you can't get qualified for a loan because of your credit, you'd be surprised at what could be done in 30 days to improve your credit. And they will. That's a free service that they offer. If you are looking to improve your credit so you can get a loan, call them. Call them. They have so many different ways to help you save money. Get your financial house in order so you're not dependent on the government or anybody else. American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID.
We're talking to uh, Holocaust survivor Vera Sharev. She is also the founder and president of Alliance for Human Research Protection. Um, Vera, what does it mean? Uh, Just stop doing what they tell you to do. Start disobeying. Yeah, civil disobedience. You know, that's it also worked with Martin Luther King. Well, what first of all, what I think needs to be done is now that it's the 75th anniversary of the Nuremberg Code that has been sort of left on a shelf because lawyers were too lazy to use it. You see, it is it is in force and it is part of the International Criminal Code. What people need to do is download it and use it. Use the Nuremberg Code as a defense weapon to protect yourself mm. from being coerced into, you know, all kinds of medical. What a great uh, point. I didn't hear anyone make that case. That would have been a very strong case. Exactly. And that's what, you know, that's what one can do. I mean, we set up actually a, a website, just Nuremberg75.com. And people can, and it'll be in different languages and all that, but of course it's in English for, for Americans. Right. You need to, if, if you just read it, one of the reasons that the Nuremberg Code has been sort of shafted, really, is the American medical establishment decided it didn't, they didn't, it didn't apply to them. This was just for the Nazi barbarians. No, it's not. It was to ensure that the Nazi barbarians don't pop up anywhere ever again. Exactly, exactly. This was meant, this is universal. It applies to every human being. Every human being has the human right to voluntary informed consent. And, you know, there's no if, buts, or maybes. And they, they spent a lot of you know, really a lot of <laughs> ink, as we say, yeah. uh, to explain that. That first principle is very specific. Now, the Nuremberg Code is specific and simple. People, okay. everybody can understand every word. Vera, they talk about experiment, not study. What v- you hear now, if somebody is being asked to be in a clinical study, study is, means nothing. Vera, I, I can't, I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm so sorry. We have a network break. But thank you for everything that you have done, and I hope we get an opportunity to talk again. God bless. That's Nuremberg75.com. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you a gold line. Labor Day is coming up. You could celebrate all your hard work by giving yourself the gift of reassurance. Goldline has a very special Labor Day offer that gives you a ton of free product uh, product along with the most uh, sound investment you can make in a turbulent economy, and that is precious metals. Uh, I don't want you to take my word for anything. I want you to look it up yourself. Do your own homework. You can prepare for the troubled times ahead by diversifying what you have in your retirement funds. Goldline is offering a pre-Labor Day holiday special that you've been waiting for. With every gold legal tender bar purchased, you're going to receive one free silver maple flex bar at no charge. Also, 10 of the silver mind your business bars at no charge. That's fantastic. Goldline has combined three of their most popular products ever created in order to bring you a holiday special that you should not pass up, please call Goldline. Do your own homework. 
and find out if investing in gold or silver is right for you. It is so important. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. You can get access to Senior Fellow of the Nothing Institute, Glenn Beck, on blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. You know, it's... um, Our last guest was a little frightening. Uh being a Holocaust survivor and somebody who has fought for the Nuremberg Code her whole life and um, and seeing the crazy medical experiments here in the United States that she stopped uh, or helped stop. And um, and now to hear her talk about, you know, the vaccines and how. What a huge leap towards the Nazi view of medicine we have taken all around the world. And between this and Canada, just now children under 18 without parental cons- uh, consultation can be euthanized if they're terminal or they have a mental illness or are you kidding me? What are we doing? What are we doing? And it's a, you know, if a, I did say this 15, 20 years ago. I said these things were on the horizon and nobody, nobody wanted to listen. I didn't want to say them, but nobody wanted to listen. But I think this is showing us, you know, you, you have to think out of the box and you have to take warnings seriously. When you see somebody say something or repeat something you know, it's not a slippery slope. It's a long path. It's a road. You're on the wrong road. Stop walking that direction. I think of it as a a path, but it is downhill. It is. And it is somewhat steep. So it is a long road, but it can be traversed oh, be quick. quickly, yeah. which is shocking. I think, you know, we saw this in the last couple of years. You know, people get so, you know... Nazis are a worst case scenario, which is why they're utilized all the time. There's this idea you're not ever supposed to bring up the Nazis because it was such a terrible thing. But of course, that's the reason why you bring up the Nazis to make sure you don't do that terrible thing again. And, you know, look, no one is saying that we're in the middle of the Nazi era. Um, But if you sit here and you look at the warning signs, if you come to a fork in the road and one of the paths is a downhill steep slope, you don't take two steps down it and see what happens because you could fall. And that's why you protect against these things. It's important to, there should never be a time and the principle should rise above this. There should never be a time where you ask, you demand and enforce and, and force with the power of law and at gunpoint or whatever else, someone to take a particular medication you think is beneficial. And if you think that it, if you, if you think it's beneficial, good, take it. If you don't, don't. That's how. Um, that's at least how it should be in the United States of America. I don't know people how we lost sight of you that. You know, the people who say they're they're anti-fascist. Um, well, then you should have been the first ones on the line saying this is what fascists did in Germany with medicine. They would force you to take it, and if you wouldn't take it voluntarily, you were the bad guy. You were part of the disease. That's exactly what the Germans did. And to hear her say it, 
a Holocaust survivor is pretty remarkable. Pretty remarkable. Yet at the same time, we have the president of the United States and the administration saying Republicans are the ones who are semi-fascist. Yeah. Which is a he fascinating... He doesn't mean the semi. He doesn't no, mean the semi. He doesn't. He's saying that just to cover himself. Yeah. But he was like, probably thinking about his days of truck driving in the middle of something. Right. He's like, that was semi-fascist. <laughs> but what is the defining characteristic of fascism? The defining characteristic of fascism is not being mean... It's not being uh, even anti-Semitic, right? Mm -mm. It's ultra high levels of control from a centralized government over its populace. That is the fundamental thing. And it's it's businesses. Everybody. They control. You know, think about this. There's an announcement here in the past couple of days from two states that said no company can make gas powered cars. You must make electric cars. Now, that is quite close to what you would call fascism. Not in the we're executing people in the camps way, but the actual political philosophy. We, you will no longer make radios, you will make missiles, right? Correct. That sort of stuff happened all the time throughout uh, fascist countries because Hitler or Mussolini or whoever would say, hey, you know what? We need this. You, you're no longer doing that job. You're now doing this. Constantly happened. Now, it also happens in communism. What it doesn't happen in is a uh, constitutional republic based around limited government. Can't happen there, which is why it's one of the reasons why we argue for that to be, I would say at this point, implemented because it currently does not exist. I would like it to be implemented again. When you have a president of the United States, for example, who can say, you know what? I just, even though I told you I couldn't do this, I just found a way to spend $1 trillion without Congress. When you have a president who can say that, no... Because he's asked his own Department of Education that it's not legal. His, his own Democratic Speaker of the House said it's not legal. Yet he did it anyway with all that knowledge. And they turn around and say it is legal. Yep. They, they just changed their mind. When you have a president of the United States who uh, has a ban on uh, evictions, the case goes to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court says this is not constitutional. And then he does it again. You have someone who fundamentally, look, fundamentally matches the description of what our founders intended for the articles of impeachment. This is exactly what this was designed for. Not for when you lie uh, about, you know, sex with your intern. Not for when you make a perfect phone call. None of that. I mean. And nobody's talking about that. No one's talking about that. But fundamentally, impeachment was designed to hit a president who knows something is unconstitutional and does it anyway. Mm-hmm. Who literally is trying to, uh, is, is saying outwardly with the eviction thing that, look, it'll probably get overturned, but at least we'll have a few more months of people not, not getting thrown out of their apartments. That is completely against our, our, our form of government. That's not protecting and defending the Constitution. Not at all. It's totally against his oath. Let me, uh, let me change the subject slightly. Moderna said last week that it is going to sue Pfizer, its rival, for, quote, copying its groundbreaking technology, referring to them, their uh, mRNA COVID vaccines. Mm-hmm. OK, now, if you watched my shows on Blaze TV about the COVID vaccines, you know that Moder- Moderna and the U.S. government collaborated together to produce mRNA vaccines. It is joint technology, Moderna 
and the United States government both own together that technology. It's a public-private partnership. It goes back years, including the funding and the scientists. In fact, we know from now-released confidential agreement documents that Moderna was required to pay the U.S. government continual royalties from the profits they earned from those vaccines. It even lists the bank accounts at the Federal Reserve where those payments had to go. So let me ask you, who's really pushing the lawsuit? Is it Moderna? Or is it the government? Or is it both of them? Because they both are the owners of that. They're both recipients of an awful lot of money. Wouldn't, that, wouldn't they both benefit from a big lawsuit with Pfizer? The money is coming from the government. No. The money is coming from Moderna. Everything they sell mm-hmm. They have to send a portion of that to the Federal Reserve as a payment. But the money to buy those vaccines came from the federal government. So the government would then be paying Moderna to uh, try to get money. Like I don't. They're not getting all the money back did from I, the vaccine. Did I? You're saying. I, I mean, you're not saying you, it's making sense. Yeah, it's, like, it's okay. the federal government, <laughs> yeah. man. This probably would be one of their schemes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I. I don't know that the legal wrangling around that is bizarre because uh, you know i mean look moderna had a they were their company was founded on this technology basically like that that yeah they were you know where pfizer obviously they've got little blue pills that people tend to enjoy so they've got lots of other business interests correct uh that'll be interesting to see how that plays out i don't know legally speaking if they actually have a case here or not uh, but they both well, they both produce pretty similar vaccines at the same time. Correct. But this was also, I mean, you know, Moderna and their scientists have been p- publishing papers on this for a very long time. So the, this is the thing with, with with this stuff. You put a paper out, you put a patent out, like you, you, you alter that formula a little bit. And is it yours? I don't know. I don't know if that's what they're claiming Pfizer did against the rules. So I guess we'll see as it plays out in court. I just don't like the fact the United States government is not an, a referee in this. But they're actually well, they kind of are if it's, go- part it's going of- through the court system. Yeah. Isn't that frightening? <laughs> yeah. That's a little frightening. A little bit. All right. Back in just a minute. Hayden wrote in about his experience with Relief Factory. He says, I have had five back surgeries. And after them, I was never able to stop having back pain. I heard about Relief Factor from some of my friends who listened to the show. Decided I'd give it a try. After only a few weeks, I was not completely out of back pain. But I was feeling good. Now, I'm completely out of back pain. Relief Factor has helped lighten my life and reduce my pain. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hayden, I'm glad your friends told you about it. I'm glad you tried it. Relief Factor is not a drug. It's uh, developed by doctors, and it has four key ingredients that fight inflammation, which is the source of most of our pain and other problems in our body. It might work for you. That's why they want you to take a three-week quick start. If it's not working in three weeks at all, you don't see any difference, stop taking it. It's probably not going to work for you. But 70% of the people who order it go on to order more month after month. 
relieffactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4-RELIEF. Get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you. Relieffactor.com. 1-800, the number 4-RELIEF. The Glenn Back Program. There's a couple stories we didn't get to. I, I want to spend some time tomorrow. Facebook has demonetized uh, over 60 of our videos. They haven't told us why, um, but we did some research and we started tracking what those all talk about. We'll tell you about it uh, tomorrow. Uh, the it's It's interesting because there's a direct connection, I believe, to the FBI. And there was another story out this weekend where the government is colluding with Google and Facebook and all of them. They are strongly suggesting, well, that is curbing freedom of speech. That is the government picking winners and losers on speech. We'll get into that uh, a little bit tomorrow. Uh, also, the fact that Ozzy Osbourne thinks America is so crazy that he's moving to England. And uh, as my wife said last night, Ozzy, you should just move out of California would probably be far. <laughs> it's true. Though he's blaming it on school shootings and mass shootings. He's leaving for that reason, which is an interesting thing. I think the amount of chemicals he's ingested is much more dangerous than anybody uh, with a risk yeah. of a school shooting or a mass shooting. The guy has literally pumped himself full. I mean, he must be 80% drugs at this point. Is this, <laughs> I his, don't know. He's, the molecular makeup. He's pretty gone. Yeah. He was he's gone. pretty gone. He was gone when he started his reality show, which was like yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. I can't even imagine what it's like now, but uh, I'm very upset. Uh, you know, see you later. There's a, a story, by the way, on uh, on uh, AI, Glenn. Yes, that I thought you'd be interested in. It's from the New York Times, talking about how we need to talk about how good AI is getting. Now, artificial intelligence is something I know you've talked a lot about and and tried to start the conversation of years ago. No one, you know, really seemed to take you up on that outside of some technolo- technology people. Um, but just listen to how this this I thought this was pretty crazy. Just five years ago. The biggest story in the AI world was AlphaGo, a deep learning model built by Google's DeepMind that could uh, beat the best humans in the world at the board game Go. Training an AI to win Go tournaments was a pretty fun party trick, but it wasn't exactly the kind of progress most people care about. But last year, DeepMind's AlphaFold, an AI system descended from the Go playing game, did something truly profound. Using a deep neural network trained to predict the three-dimensional structures of proteins from their one-dimensional amino acid sequences... It essentially solved what's known as the protein folding problem, which had vexed molecular biologists for decades. That was last year. This summer, DeepMind announced that AlphaFold had made predictions for nearly all of the 200 million proteins known to exist. So we've gone from, hey, it can win a board game, to solving a problem that molecular biologists could not solve by themselves for decades, to it had solved 200 million proteins. Wow. In less than five years. 
this is happening really fast. The point of the article is a point you've made on the air many, many times. You probably talked to Kevin's Kevin Roos uh, column. You should talk to him because he's not he's not saying this is going to be the end of the world. I'm he's not, not saying it's going to be utopia, but he is saying we are running out of time to have the conversation as to what we're going to do with this stuff yes. because it's going to overwhelm us and before we we're not going to have the conversation because the, like st- the states are going to be in charge of it the federal government and their public private partnership is going to be this this goes back to the conversation that we had years ago on this program i said look the banks are in trouble we know they are in trouble okay they screwed it up with tarp uh the government bailed them up uh, bailed them out they got rich they just made the problem bigger. There's going to be another problem. What are they going to do? You can't give them more bailouts because people will go crazy. Well, politicians aren't liked either. And soon, uh, Silicon Valley will not be liked because of AI and how oppressive it could become. So Silicon Valley needs the government. They also need the banks. The banks need Silicon Valley and the government. The government needs Silicon Valley and the banks. That's a nice little trio that they've set up for themselves. This is where that collusion is coming from because they know it's only a matter of time before the pitchforks and the torches come out and only AI will be able to lock us down and stop that. It's happening, gang. Hurry. We should have a discussion about it. The Glenn Beck Program.